Listen to the show and people these dudes bring. If you didn't know, it's an orange and blue thing. Hope to win the championship in a few rings. We're talking baseball. It's an orange and blue thing. Walk off if the game's tied like shoestrings. It's a Mets podcast, orange and blue thing. Beat the other team with defense in a few swings. LFGM, it's an orange and blue thing. What's up, Mets fans? I don't know if you heard that through the intro because uh, Julia did not know that she had a hot mic. She goes, who who sang this song? Like, it's who so made that? good. Yeah, who made this song for us? That is Zepps. Shout out to Zepps. Uh, came, up, came up with the new theme song for Orange and Blue Thing here in uh, the year 2020. I am Darren Mean, and that's Julia Quadrino. This is Orange and Blue Thing. The Mets are about to play the Nationals at City Field in about an hour for the four-game series finale at City Field. I don't know what the weather is like. I know you drove here. It was raining when I left my house. It was not raining by the time I got here, but it's supposed to be like on and off. Yeah, the weather's been day. so wacky, um, yeah. you know, for, as I don't know, over a month at yeah. least. I know in July, I, I don't know if I talked about this last week. Who knows what the hell we talk about <laughs> on the show that I can remember if it's live or not live. But in July on Long Island, I think there was 19 days of 90 or 90 degrees or higher. It was disgusting. There. As a dog walker, I can confirm it was disgusting for the entire month of July. Can you hear yourself right in your ears? Yeah. Can you? Know? I feel like mine, mine are not that good right now for some reason. I can hear you. I can hear me. I hope everyone, everyone else can. I hope can. everyone can hear us <laughs> at home. Uh, we are live from the we'll Seven Lines out. headquarters in Hopak. <laughs> if you would like to call and be a part of the show, uh, you can do that. It's 631-388-5195. And uh, we did bring back What's in the Box last week, which if you're watching for the very first time, this is our fourth season and our 10th episode of this year. Uh, we give away some free stuff. So we, we used to do it towards the end of the show where we would say, hey, if you call right now, you can be part of What's in the Box. Right. Totally new. We're doing it differently now. If you call to be a part of the show for whatever reason, and you have a good call, let me say, hey, you know, oh, we're you rewarding good calls. You contributed now. Yeah. towards the show. We'll let you play what's in the box so you get something for free. But okay. Anyway, the Mets are eight and eleven. Last night you were saying uh, we were texting about mm -hmm. today's show yeah. about being in last place, and they are not in last not place. Not anymore. They are tied for last to place. To my surprise, they are not in sole possession of last place anymore. So. They are three and a half games out. Um, who knows what's going to happen? This this season's so wacky because like the Marlins, they've played like eleven total games, right. and we they're obviously have played more than them. So they're place. doing it by win percentage. Which, uh, how is that? How are they going to? When are know. they eventually going to call bullshit on that and be like, okay, listen, the Marlins played half as many games as everybody else. They can't. I don't know be in playoff because position. if they really want to end on time and start the playoffs yeah. whenever that's supposed to be, they're not going to be able to fit in these right. sixty games for all these teams. Like, no, like the, the Cardinals, Cardinals played like five. Like, I don't know how many games they played. No, they're in, and there's I saw something. It's like um, they have like something like fifty five games to play in like forty something days, which is just not going to happen. Right, like it's impossible. But the Cardinals are routinely one of the best teams in baseball. I don't know how it would be fair for the Miami Marlins to be in the playoffs and not the Cardinal. Right. Like, it doesn't make sense. I, I don't know how they're going to do it. I don't know if, like, maybe by a certain point they're going to be like, okay, well, we'll just have to, like, take the amount of games the Marlins played and, like, average out how many games everybody else won over that span of I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do. Well, you know, I don't know if uh, you've heard, but the Cardinals fans are usually the first ones to tell you that they're the best fans in baseball. Yeah. One of my best friends is a Cardinals fan, my friend Justin, and he's 
one of those. But David Wright actually says that we are the best fans in baseball, right? Yes, and anything David Wright says is obviously fact. <laughs> I have lived by that mantra my entire life, so. I don't know if you want to talk about this. We're kind of okay. just shooting from the hip now, though. But don't you have a David Wright tattoo? Oh, I do. It was my first tattoo ever. I have a bunch now. But I'm going to change my it. angle here if you I feel like showing it off. It. Yeah, sure. Oh, I got to get close to the microphone, too. Um, but, yeah, it was my first tattoo ever. I got it after the World Series in 2015, after he hit his home run, after he made his comeback. Um, it's actually a quote from his rookie season in 2004 after a game they lost to the Nationals but like had made this big rally in the ninth inning and he was actually the last out of the game but post game he just said what can I say we're resilient yeah and I just thought that was so fitting even the context of like losing to a close game in the Nationals him being the one to make the last out but like still however many years later came back from an almost career-ending injury hit a home run in the World Series obviously they didn't get the outcome we would have liked them to but it just seemed fitting and then it has a signature underneath because i'm a little you know <laughs> no you're you're <laughs> definitely not a little wacko you're you've been a big david wright fan like yeah. your entire life and uh breaking news david wright might actually be on the show sometime soon so if uh <laughs> what would happen no not nothing i'm just who i am as a person so uh, i was reacting but um <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, that would be pretty cool. That would, uh, that would be insane. David and I have been going back and forth through emails for over a year now, uh, trying to figure out the best time to do it. Yeah. And now that he's on the left coast and we're here and COVID, yada, yada, we might just do it, you know, remotely. Yeah. Like, not remotely, uh, you know, through Zoom <laughs> or something. We'll figure it out. But uh, I want to touch on this tweet. I think where I'm, I'm a little bit delayed for some reason on this main angle, but not on the webcam. I don't know. I don't anyway, know. Uh, I like. I want to touch on this tweet from uh, yesterday. The Long Island Ducks uh, try to throw a little burn towards the <laughs> Nationals because yesterday morning, you know, the Mets were playing the Nationals, the Islanders were playing the Capitals, right. the, the playoffs, you know, uh, up in in Canada, mm -hmm. round one. And uh, the Nationals tweet out yesterday morning: "Good morning to everyone except professional sports teams from Long Island." And then the Nationals lost, the Capitals lost. Mm -hmm. And the Ducks decided to chime in last night. Good night to everyone except those who lost to professional sports teams <laughs> from Long Island. Yes. So even though the Mets play in Queens, Queens is on Long Island. So is Brooklyn. People right. don't like to admit that they live on Long yes, Island. Yes, Kings County, my friends. It, that's what it is. But, uh, yeah, pretty cool that the Ducks got a little chirp in there last night. Got some good traction. I don't know how many uh, retweets the, the uh, Ducks usually get, but 379. Not bad. Oh, I love it. And you're a kickball player, right? Not I am. I have a double header tonight. So How about that? I am in. Are you pretty athletic? In my prime, and by my prime, I mean like up until the age of twelve. Um, I was on a, <laughs> I was on a very competitive soccer team. Twelve is prime. It for was. <laughs> I was. And if you played on the soccer team I was on, it ruined my life, my self esteem. It was one of those like the trainers take life way too seriously. He called me fat when I was ten. Really? Yeah. Like it was intense. So wait. Seriously? Seriously. I was a goalie. I was the slowest one. I had my baby fat. We were running sprints one day. And in front of the entire team, he said, maybe if you could burn off the baby fat like everybody else, you could be as fat as everybody else. What? Or as fast, not as fat. Did as you tell your parents? Um, No, I just went home and cried. I would. I would. <laughs> I mean, my parents, my parents know now, like, I mean, they knew at the time, the guy's an asshole. I won't name drop him, but whatever. The one good thing I did get out of that soccer team, I will say, um, my brother's current girlfriend played on that team with me. They met years later in college. So Chrissy, I love you because I know you're watching. She watches. She's a big Mets fan. I'm so. nervous for what it's going to be like when Amelia's older and, you know, I want to strangle Don't let her people. play soccer. Soccer is just, it, it's a fine sport. I'm, I feel like I'm going to get yelled at, but Lizzie. 
I want Turn her to play soccer on. now because, oh, what's up, Lizzie? That's hey. the voice in the back. <laughs> hey, guys. Uh, I would love for her to play soccer because we need to get this kid's like some energy yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes when she's like a little much at the house, Kelly's like, just go, go for run. a run. Her dance go run with the... Katie. I have, <laughs> go I have run, minutes please. worth of videos of just Amelia dancing to whatever song we would put on. Just the competitive spirit she needed to beat Katie in the dance off. She loves amazing. Katie and she loves you as well. Um, uh, on, hold on, f before you have your soccer story, <laughs> on uh, Fourth of July, which Amelia calls America Party. Yes. Uh, some people were over in the yard oh, and we're hanging out in the pool. I don't know if I talked about this uh, again. I always say this every week because I don't know what the hell yeah. I talk about on the show. It's worth. Repeating. I almost forget this camera's on half the time, <laughs> but we're we're hanging out in the yard and we have this giant cooler and everyone, you know, it's like a variety right. pack of beers, mostly Coors Light because that's how we roll. But. Um, we say to uh, Katie says to Amelia, "This is what I'm drinking. Can you go find that?" Yeah, and she's she like a small loved, little can. Yeah, she loved the game of like trying to match. It was like a match game. Yeah. Like, oh, what's it look like? Okay, let me find it. And she finds like the tall boy version of that, and brings it back to Katie. Like, here you go. And like, Katie's like, "I love you." Yeah, Amelia. score. <laughs> anyway, what's your soccer story? My soccer Please. story is my dad grew up playing soccer, European. Mm -hmm. And when I was young, he put me in, in soccer. I played for a little bit. And when I was at practice one day, one of the drills was to stop the ball on your chest Ugh. and then bring it down to your legs. And he took me by the arm and he said, this is not for you. And he walked me out. <laughs> oh, because my he, God. Well, I was really young and at that point flat chested. Yeah. But he knows how it runs in my family. Yeah. and knew that like this is not a good idea for you. <laughs> so he was like. Uh, yeah, this is not for you. That and then I it. and then I started playing basketball. It. Yeah, no, you were good at basketball good. too. Yeah. I was really good at basketball. Yeah. So speaking of being good at uh, at things, at good at stuff, at stuff. Big Apple trivia. Uh, you've been killing it. I think last week, last night was uh, episode seven. It week was seven. seven, and we had a winner. I was so happy. Shout out to Gianna. Well, we have winners every week, yes. but we had a grand prize. Grand winner. prize winner, sixteen-year-old Gianna killed it. Like it wasn't even hard for her. She was. She used her attempt to steal for one question, but she didn't even end up needing it because she she just killed it. She was awesome. That's great. Yeah. So if you don't know what we're talking about, Big Apple trivia. Julia hosts that on our Instagram channel every Wednesday uh, at 6 o'clock. So the only time it's been earlier was when the Mets played at 6 yeah, for some reason. It's just depending reason. on the Mets schedule. It's to pregame the game. It's But I think we looked at it. Um, it's going to be 6 for the rest of the yeah. year. But uh, anyone could play. You just go on Instagram and request to go live if you want to do that. And if you're too shy, you could always play in the chat. So yes. Julia will ask a question. If you know the answer, you write it in the chat. And first person uh, to answer correctly wins right. uh, money. So yeah. we give away stuff from the Seven Line. We give away gift cards. And uh, if you happen to um, want to check up on the last seven weeks, go to batrivia.com, which brings you to all of the past uh, week's episodes on our website. So check that out. Julia's been doing a great job. Yeah. And uh, it's been fun. I couldn't watch last night. I was actually out to dinner. Mm -hmm. uh, Good for you. Date night. And that, you know what's crazy? Like, as it was going on, mm -hmm. I... I asked Kelly quick. I'm like, hey, can you just check in quick? Make sure. Because like, I, yeah. I'm always nervous about checking in on my phone that I might somehow knock you yeah, off yeah, when yeah. you're live. Yeah. And then it was like, then we went back to eating our dinner. I was like, right. wow, like something's going on for the brand right now. But I have nothing to do well, with that's, it. Well, that's how I felt. Because owning my business, when I started hiring girls to walk for me, like right now, my friend Kristen, who works for me, is like, walking dogs and I'm able to do this and it's so cool to just you have, have little rain rain jackets for these dogs 
So it's, for weather like today, uh, we don't supply them. A lot of dogs won't tolerate it. But if the owners have them, like some of them do and they'll wear them. But, you know, because I get picture of being a nightmare trying to get a dog out of the house when it's raining. Well, you know, a lot of them, some of them just want to be let out into the yard. And when it's pouring, we'll really just like we bring them out until they do their business. They're and quick. Bring them Boom. Back. Yeah. yeah, right back in. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So if you need a dog walked, hit up. Uh, do you have a website? I do. But it's. A WordPress thing and I haven't it's horribly unupdated because I tried to update it but there's something wrong with WordPress and nothing saves but it is just quadrinodogcare.com feel free to check it out it's Facebook like when is we, probably better when we play uh, when we were, were playing yeah. uh, bingo yeah. whenever they did the talent show which was like the highlight of, of the bingo every week <laughs> people that had talents where they'd show off like um, who made the pottery Oh, I forget um, her name, but it was amazing. Someone made pottery. Was it Omar's? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah it was yeah, Omar's yeah. wife. Um, or the girl that did like the scratch board. Yes, I'm like, that was what's cool. your Etsy site? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Make Plug some money. Yourself, yeah. You know, people are so, you know, um, people are so creative. Like, make some freaking money. Yeah, no, definitely. So back towards, uh, we were just talking about America Day. Um, America Day. You also had some people over at your house a couple days ago. I mean, you've been taking part uh, in a... Uh, not experiencing, but appreciating your yard yes. and having people over yes. and, you know, having a good time. So you were playing a game. I showed up a little late. I guess before I got there, yeah, this I was, was at a communion. This was all Brew. Brew saw this game online. It's been going viral on, like, TikTok. It's called Tall Boy Roulette, where you just show up with a bunch of different tall boys in paper bags. So, like, nobody can see what they're about to pull. And you just pick one, and then you have to drink the whole thing. Yeah. So... <laughs> So I get there a little late. Uh, you guys are already like been hanging yeah. out for the day. I shit you not. This is true. <laughs> this is a real story. I mean, of course, I showed up with like a case of my own Coors Light right. to to. There was already you know, Coors contribute Light towards flowing, towards the party, right. but Brew picked up like all the random ass yeah. tall boys, right? Puts it in. I, everyone's name goes in a box yes. or something like yeah, that. Yeah, we put everybody's names in a bowl. You pick your name at random, and that's like the order in which you go and whatever. So this is no bullshit. <laughs> when it was my turn, I got the Coors, Coors Light. Light, and everyone's was like, perfect. "This is staged. <laughs> this is an ad. This is a commercial." Like, no, this it is was true. Not. It I was won just the Coors Light. Darren loves Coors Light so much that even in like when his eyes are blind to what he's picking, he's just drawn to I the Coors Light. It. It was and amazing. I look like 80 pounds in this photo. Yeah, too. I don't know. I think it's the light behind you. Maybe just made your face look skinny. Yeah, but I, I took that and I was pounds. like, has he been eating? He <laughs> 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 looks really skinny. But you can get your own Coors Light delivered to yes. your house by going to get.coorslight.com. Uh, you type in your location. You can scroll down, pick up whatever you want. Uh, you know, 24 packs, six packs, whatever it may be. And they deliver like same day. Yeah. So if you got something going on, you want to celebrate after today's Mets win, uh, you know, or you want to just get stocked up for the weekend, go to get.coreslight.com. And please always remember to celebrate responsibly. Press reset and chill. chill. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. You know what's weird? When I actually retweeted that and used the hashtag yeah. uh, reset and chill, uh-huh. they don't use that. <laughs> they should use that. I thought, like, for Great. sure, I, like, reset and chill. Look at this. We have been going hard with the press reset and chill. Uh, There's nothing there. Are oh, you, wait, no. Go, I, go, I, to, go to retweet, because you can look at quote retweets now when you click it. Oh, uh, okay. There you go. Uh, reset and chill. Like, there's nothing here. Wow. I retweeted, because this is a good one. This is uh, <laughs> from McFadden, our boy McFadden. Oh, cool. Uh, he was drinking in the shower. That's. And I noticed it was a Coors Light, so I retweeted that and yeah. wrote reset and chill. Um, all right, let's hit the phones. We got who do we got? Oh, we got Shouty. What's up, Shouty? Darren. 
Julia, how are you guys? How it's are so you? Good to see you. I miss you so much. I miss everybody so much. But, I miss Bingo. Um, oh, I, cheers. It's like, uh, yeah, it's, well, the missing. When we all get together, it's going to be gen- one giant hug fest uh, for a half hour. <laughs> so I had an interesting thing happen to me. My family, the Shouty family, went up to the Baseball Hall of Fame, which, please, if you guys have time and you want a quick getaway, go up there. They're so empty. I feel so bad for the merchants. It was like the whole town was like ours. It was was crazy. And believe it or not, I had never been there. You know, that's baseball fan my whole life. Never went up there. So it was great. It was, uh, you know, really uh, awesome. So we're going through the displays. And I found out that I am not the original Shouty. Oh, there There, was a woman. There is. Her name was Lolly Hopkins. She unfortunately was a Boston Red Sox fan, but we won't talk about that. In 1953, and she was known as the lady with the megaphone. Oh, How about that? You, you know, I'm surprised that Cooperstown is even open. Yeah, that's crazy. So you can go, you yeah, can walk through is. the museum, and what? You just have to wear a mask and keep your distance. How does it work? Um, you wear a mask um, inside the museum the whole time, and it's like timed tickets. So if you know you're going up there tomorrow, just go online, buy the tickets, and they tell you a time slot, and then okay. just show up. It's kind of like what they did for but Fan Fest. But I have to tell you, it was like you probably could have been on your phone on the sidewalk and gotten tickets wow. You know, in wow. five minutes. Like It was so empty. It really kind of made me sad because yeah. I was like the merchants like around it are just – dismal you know it's like there was this one place there that we like bought pizza and i didn't even check the bill and i found out later the pizza was like almost 30 dollars a pie but oh, then wow. i was like which is crazy and then i said but wait these people aren't making any money so i don't care how much the pie right. was like it was crazy so if you guys you know just a quick getaway it's right there yeah i know that that's a so, good plug anybody because i know i'm getting stir crazy i would love a anything, good weekend doing anything getaway. baseball related yeah. now is great but we don't have any options so all right, Shadi. Listen, we'll uh, we'll talk to you soon. All right, thanks for calling in. Say hi to your friends. Right, for thank me. you so much. Let's go, man. Absolutely, nice to meet you, Julia. Bye. 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 So uh, Shadi brings up, you know, a point of doing anything baseball related would right. be great. And I put up a hypothetical question, I don't know, about an hour ago on the Seven Lines account and the uh, on Twitter, and put up a poll. So it said hypothetical: the Mets allow you to hit the game today. Right. You need to wear a mask when walking around or while using the bathroom, but you can take it off at your seat. Practice social distancing when waiting in lines, and you have to sit three seats away from the rest from the next fan. Yeah. Are you going? And uh, almost three thousand people vote, and uh, overwhelming. Well, I figured it would probably be someone's about like this. who was pitching. Seventy three point nine percent yes, and twenty six point one percent no. Uh, yes, we would not know who was pitching, and uh, someone else actually already wrote like, well, not today because yeah. the weather's not. I'm like. <laughs> It's, no, not, it's today. not today. We're not talking about like right now right. at this very moment. It's just like your judgment. But would you go? And um, I would go. I, I I think I think I would too. It, definitely though, that three seats away thing would have to be enforced because we we were talking before we went on the air and you were saying, you know, well, it's like, well, you can go to a restaurant instead of a table, but like that's you're sitting at the table with people that you know that you trust are social distancing correctly, are keeping themselves safe. So um, not only would I need three seats next to me to be empty, I would need the seat in front of me to be empty. So ideally, like a whole row, like I would do row by row, because if you have somebody breathing on you, somebody in front of you that you're breathing on, it kind of defeats the whole purpose. Yeah, totally. So I think it would need to be row by row. Yeah, the trust yeah. trust factor is obviously a big one there. And yeah. um, 
you know, we'd hope that everyone that would go wouldn't go hope, with like keyword. no, well, not even that. Like, you know, use your brain. You're like, well, pe- I, I think what you would if definitely you don't feel good do, right now. Yeah. Like, even if it's like, oh, I think I have a cold. Yeah. Like, don't be around people because well, you don't know. When you're doing something that is so high volume like that, because what you have to do, do to go get your hair cut. Like when I got my hair done, you walk. They take your temperature. If you have a temperature, you have to leave. And I think they should absolutely do that at all of like to walk in the stadium. You should have your temperature taken. I mean, this is not the place to kind of mess with that system. If you have to do it to go to your hair salon with five people in the room, you should have to do it to go into a baseball stadium where you can infect God knows who. I think the other issue you may have there is like staffing security because all the security guards there are like old, retired, elderly, at-risk people that like – you know, you don't want them taking everyone's right, temperature. Right, you don't. Right. So it's there's a lot of things that would go into. Have it. Have you seen but. the video? It's like a, it's a meme or video, whatever, of the security guard that he's not even looking at the people and he's like pretending to yes, wand them like, down oh, and yep, just like going like, by. I feel safe. Um, yeah. This uh, this brings up a, a, a pretty interesting point because you know it's was convenient timing because the Mets gave up what 16 runs the other day. This was bad. And then the next day, everyone gets the email about. Uh, paying for their season tickets for 2021. So, you know, who knows what the hell is going to be happening yeah. in eight months from now? And, you know, no offense to the Mets. I mean, I understand they got a business to run and, yeah. you know, you need work and capital. And, you, you know, that I understand uh, why this – I mean, obviously, the, this email was definitely scheduled to go out right. before they knew the Mets right. were going to get blown out the other night. But right now – Asking for money is very difficult, not knowing what's going to be happening in yeah, eight months. It's, it's, there's no it's games. Like you said. Right now, we, I mean, there's yeah. games. We can't go right you now. Can't go. Who says we can go in April? I don't know what plan has been put in place that we think the current situation is going to change by next season. We're just reopening. I can't imagine many people are actually taking part in this. I mean, no. the way that it worked with us was for the season tickets. If anyone want for the seven line armies package, if anyone wanted to roll their money over to next year, they right. could, and you get a little bonus credit or you can opt to get your money back. So I don't right. have the numbers in front of me of who did what, but, right. um, so that's what's going on. But I know probably a good majority of people decided to roll it over. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I already know what the seven line army schedule would be, right? Uh, if there is a schedule, but I just—if uh, you're not watching live, you're listening afterwards. I, I have a tweet up here from a girl named Catherine, and it says the Mets have some nerve trying to get me to buy season tickets the morning after they gave <laughs> yeah. up 16 runs. Bad timing on all fronts. And uh, you know, shout out to Catherine on that one. But um, yeah, it's—I it, don't know. It, it's, it's listen. It's I, I get that it was like an automated right thing. Probably it was scheduled, but also like read the room. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> we just got blown out. Luis Guillorme pitched a one, two, three inning, and he was the best pitcher of the night. Like, just wait a day, or like we were texting about that. So, yeah. Wrecker pitched last year, so or a couple years ago. When I was looking up questions for trivia, I was I remember that Wrecker had pitched, but I was looking up a question for people who have played third base, and what I completely blacked out from my memory um, was that apparently there was a game where David Wright got hurt. And I, they had nobody left on the bench. It was like an extra innings game. I don't know what it was, but Anthony Recker played third base. Like I saw his name on the list of people who played third base. I'm like, that can't be right. But I Google it and it was true. But yeah, he's like a ninja. Like I, Anthony Recker's so handsome. He is so handsome. And I will just say it. And we all know it. He has a fantastic ass. Like we're not, <laughs> we can't just act like that's not I haven't truth. noticed, but I know his jawline's pretty good. You, you say you haven't noticed, but you watch a batting stance. It's, it's right there. We all like the ladies always talked about it. It's a, Lizzie is giving me a thumbs up. We all know, but he he's pitched he's played third base he was on the 2015 team which like i didn't even remember that it's I, you know what's got to be rough to be like you know no offense to anyone else on sny but yeah. when they're all sitting together <laughs> and it's like wrecker is you know not too distantly removed from being a player right. so In handsome 
And then he's sitting next to, you know... Uh, Listen, I will say... Uh, who's the guy? Um, Doug Williams, but don't disrespect him. No, not Doug. Doug Williams is Doug's a cute pretty, guy. Doug's pretty he's attractive. Guy, yeah. uh, who's the other guy? Um, they have Andy Martino. Martino. <laughs> my, don't disrespect my, Andy. <laughs> are you a fan of Andy on Twitter? I am. I can't take him. I know. I can't. I, you know, he's... I, I, and I don't know this, but I feel like a lot of times, like, his job... Is to stir the pot. Is like you it's have a little too much you for have me. people who have the same opinions over and over again, and you need to have just a little bit of chaos. Well, what what I, is life without a little bit of chaos and controversy? I don't like the um, everyone tweets the lineup. That bothers me the most. Yeah, I know. I know you hate that. So, uh, Lizzie, can you uh, you got Joe on the line? All right. So we got we're going to we're going to Joe. So uh, Joe, what's up, Joe? Hello. Hey, what's up, man? How you doing? Hey, how's it going? So listen, we we uh, we talked about the the brand last week and all that you got going on. This is Joe from Feltman's of Coney Island, and I figured, what better way to have um, uh, you know do your your business a service than just have you on the air to talk to you about it? So for those who didn't see last week, watch last week. Joe and his brother own uh, Feltman's of Coney Island, a um, the oldest hot dog in the world. Right? Is that true? Yeah, Charles Feltman invented the hot dog in Coney Island in 1867. Awesome. That's unbelievable. So you guys are diehard Mets fans. Uh, you run a local business here, and you know you have your website. You're doing shipping all over the place, and you also have the 19th annual Jimmy Quinn baseball game. It's uh, your brother had passed away, uh, 9/11, right? Correct. Yep. So 19 years uh, you've been doing these this outing, and obviously with the way the world is right now, you can't have it this year at City Field. So you have this like a virtual plan in place where people can pick up the T-shirt and the hot dogs online, and then um, the proceeds are going towards uh, the 9-11 charity uh, Tuesday's Children. So um, tell us a little bit more about the game and uh, what this means to you and your family and and all that. Yeah, definitely. First of all, big fans here. um, You know, grew up in southern Brooklyn. My brother is friends of Danny Finley, South Terranova, all the – all the guys. I was actually uh, at spring training at the Seven Line in a putty where um, it's like Nirvana for Mets fans. If you ever with the Seven Line in spring training, we were at the brewery. The GM Brody came by. It was probably one of the looking back in the middle of the pandemic. It's like I fantasized about being in Florida and spring training. Yeah. Um, so I love what you guys do. Just big fans following along. And Julia, I love your tattoo. By the way, oh thank I actually, you. I actually almost had a tattoo of, of a famous Mets player by losing a bet, but thank God I won it. And, and the tattoo was of Jordani Galdespin saying, I'm a man right now. That would have been awesome. That would have been better than mine, I think. I think it'd have to go right across your chest, too, just to really drive it home. But thank God the Mets won that game where I didn't have to fulfill that bet. That's amazing. But, uh, yeah. And then I had another David uh, Wright story. I saw him at Canyon Road. It's a... Uh, uh, a, a Mexican restaurant in the Upper East Side about eight years ago. Uh, oh, wow. Did not have the guts to approach him. Just stared at him in the corner of my eye, my wife and I. So um, that's just a really cool tattoo. But oh, anyway, but anyway, long story short, um, yeah, my brothers and I grew up in Southern Brooklyn, the Rune Park, Sheep's at Bay, Coney Allen area. And we grew up, um, my father, my grandfather, uncles, always telling us about the legendary Feltman's. Feltman's was the largest restaurant in the world on Coney Island. Charles Feltman invented the hot dog. And so my brother, Michael, the oldest brother, became obsessed with this idea. And um, my middle brother, Jimmy, was like the parent of the family. He was more of the, the businessman of the family and the community builder. 
But unfortunately, he was killed on 9-11. He worked for Canna Fitzgerald. He was 23 years old. He was just at Manhattan College. And he was the middle brother. He was sort of the glue of the family. Um, I would go on uh, to serve in the Army doing tours in Iraq and Afghanistan. Uh, And we came back in 2015. We were actually watching a very bad Mets game. They were down about nine runs. And we're at McSorley's Old Ale House. And we're a couple dark, steep, and uh, this idea came back. And my brother Mike and I said, screw it, let's do it. Let's try to start this business, business in memory of our brother. Uh, and simultaneously, since his death, we've been putting on the, the annual Jimmy Quinn Mets game every year. Um, you know, unfortunately, we never recovered any of his remains. So, mm. you know, there's no real grave site to visit. So um, it's really an awesome thing every year where we really feel my brother. Like, he used to sneak into Shea Stadium. I mean, yeah. when I say diehard Mets fan, like, he would have no annoyed the living hell out of you, Darren, as a <laughs> just, like, just, like, constantly talking and and. And um, so it's just really been this annual event where uh, my family and friends, 200 of us, we throw in the shirt, we go to City Field. And it's really, that's really where we feel our brother is around, you know, Mets fans. Yeah. And that's why I think the Seven Line is so freaking cool. It's just, it's a place where you don't feel lonely, right? You yeah. really feel that the band are Mets fans. So obviously this year um, we can't be at the ballpark because covid so Jimmy would kick our butt if we didn't honor him again this year. So we're doing this a virtual event where we're able to go to uh, friends, family, Mets fans could go to our website at feltmansofconeyisland.com, and that's Feltmans with a T. Uh, and for Seven Line Army members, I know there's a discount code of T7L. And essentially we're just asking people maybe buy some hot dogs, buy the annual 19th annual Jimmy Quinn Mets shirt, uh, and tune in on 9-11, the Mets are playing. Um, it's a nice America versus Canada game, you know, where we could get <laughs> behind, the whole world could get behind the Mets that yeah. day like we, did, like we did when Piazza hit the hit the home run. Throw on the shirt, um, you know, grow up some hot dogs, watch the game collectively from, from your television, and just post to social media and never forget 9-11 and mm-hmm. collect the photos and just part, you know, try to be some part of something bigger than ourselves. That's incredible. I hope I hope a lot of Mets fans will take part in that. And you know, not to um, you know uh, take anything away from the charity. I would urge Mets fans to maybe not use the discount code on this. Yeah. You know, like because the the you're trying to raise money and you know obviously honor your brother. But um, I think that maybe buy something else from from your website and use that ten percent discount code on this one. I would For maybe sure. urge fans to not do that, just because then they're just taking more money away from what's going to be donated. Such a worthy cause. But. Um, I, we've been talking about hot dogs on this show for a couple <laughs> years now, and Lizzie loves hot dogs. She's behind the scenes here. Love them. And uh, I had the idea about having a hot dog eating contest. And I think that if, if we could team up with you guys on this, where you know fans can then purchase hot dogs, and then we'll do it virtually like through Zoom or something yeah. like that. And you, would you guys want to kick in for like a prize on that or something? Yeah, no, I love it. That's a, that'd be a great, great idea. It'd be a fun thing to kind of do. And... Yeah, we could offer a hundred dollars free on our store for wow. whoever, forever the winner is. Lizzie's and hyped. Is, Lizzie is hyped up. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 here's what I'll say too: these are the the best. Like we're, you know, if you look at our website, um, we used to have this kitchen window on St. Mark's Place in the city. That's where we kind of got our start. Uh-huh. And the the writer Scott Lynch of the Gothamist wrote an article that said most likely these are the best hot dogs you'll ever eat in your life. There was a, a line around the corner the next day. So these will be 
even though you're scarfing them down to try to win a contest, it'll be an enjoyable experience because they are the best hot dogs you'll ever eat in your life. So we gotta we gotta figure out a date and uh, how people can be contestants. I guess like they're if they buy a package of hot dogs, maybe they're, they're just like in. But um, you know, we don't want them you know skimping or cheating and getting some wimpy hot dogs yeah. from you know the stop and shop and then trying to get in the contest. So right. like we'll check the receipts, make sure that they actually bought from you. And then uh, we'll do it virtually. I don't know when we'll do it or what do you want? How many are in a package? Eight? Eight dogs? Yeah. So we have multiple layers. We have the six to one where that's the Cadillac where it's six, six hot dogs to a pound. So we got to figure out, you guys got to come up with which ones you want them to buy. So everyone's buying and eating the, the exact same ones. Yes. We'll picture a time. We'll figure it out. We'll do it virtually. And then it's like set. first person to finish like a full package or something like that. They win. Uh, I, I think to cut cut people some slack, we could do the ten to one skinless. Okay, which, you know you don't you don't have that thick casing that a little bit tougher to to, to get down. But so listen, you, you got like you're the man, so we got to come up with some rules here. Are yeah. they can they be boiled? Can they be grilled? Like what, we got to make sure everyone's on an even playing field. You know, no, hundred percent. Yeah. So know, what do you think, I, boiled? I say, I think you could cook them to your choosing, um, and and just a matter of you know getting the bun down and, and getting the hot dog down, and maybe Do bonus points for, for for using our mustard. You know, yeah, perfect. All right, sounds good. So we'll be in touch about that, and uh, I, I'm excited for it. I want to. I like watching people, you know, gouge themselves with with food. So I think it's gonna be fun. We'll reach yeah, out to wash, Joey it, wash it down with a nice close light. Uh, Absolutely. You know, they could even dunk. They, they could. Light, they could. Yeah. They could go Kobayashi style and dunk the hot dog buns into the Coors Light. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. It always tastes better. Awesome. The crossover <laughs> of dreams. <laughs> All right, Joe. Thanks for giving us a few minutes. Appreciate it. Love you guys. I have a good one. Speaking of Coors Light, um, I think that this is a great time to have a shot of Coors Light in my dugout mug knob shot. Nice I don't there. trust myself to oh, not shit. spill. I'm just gonna, <laughs> yeah, that's what I would have done. So I, I'm just there. gonna, I'm just gonna drink. Yeah. Uh, so the the knob shot is incredible. I don't know if I cleaned this before I drink it out of it. <laughs> Things you don't want to hear during a global pandemic. But well, it's mine. <laughs> but no one, no one else has ever used it. But I don't know if I ever like rinsed it out. Um. So anyway, yeah. Dugout mugs, the knob shot is incredible, and they've done this a couple times with us now where you can get one for entirely free. This is an incredible deal. It. It's the bo- If you're not watching live and you can't see what I'm talking about, it's the bottom of a baseball bat. They hollow it out. It is then a shot glass, or not a glass, shot mug, and that's the Mets one they have there. If you go to dugoutmugs.com slash O-A-B-T shot, no spaces, O-A-B-T shot, you can get one for entirely free. Wow. All you got to do is pay the shipping and handling. It's eight ninety five. dollars uh, You can't expect them to give you a free knob shot right. and cover the shipping. In this so, economy, absolutely not. Yeah. Uh, great business. Uh, love dugout mugs. They're down in Florida. Um, you know, like you said, in this economy, it's tough to own a baseball yeah. brand right now. You know, the seven line, you know, we're doing what we can. I'm spilling shit all over the place <laughs> here now. But uh, so are they. So go over to dugoutmugs.com slash OABT shot. And if you happen to maybe you already have one and maybe you're friends with someone who is not a Mets fan, they have all the teams there. Mm-hmm. You can um, click whichever team you want. And they'll ship it to you for free. I'm pretty sure it's one per order. Yeah, I will say because I know I have friends who are trying to plan weddings right now, and they're trying to get like gifts together for like their groomsmen, bridesmaids. This would make a great gift for your groomsmen. They're normally twenty four dollars and fifty cents. Very doable. So you, plus shipping. Yeah. So you're getting it for free. 
plus shipping. So head on over to dugoutmugs.com. And if you're not interested in getting something for free, I don't know why you wouldn't be, <laughs> you can go and search everything else they got in their site. They have the MLB license. They have an MLBPA license, Hall of Fame license. Cool, cool. A lot of really cool stuff on there. We talked about it last week. This photo mug is awesome. Sick. You can have them engrave or etch. I don't know if oh, it is engraved. Engrave yeah. a photo onto the mug. Um all right, so yeah, hit them up, check them out, and uh, thanks for everything to uh, Dugout Mugs. They're the best. So speaking of being the best, Gaselman wasn't the best last night. No. Uh, our rotation is pretty shot, uh, shot is, a, is a nice <laughs> way of saying it. Uh, yeah, Strowman opts out. Um, Waka's hurt. Yeah. Porcello, you know, picked it up over the past couple starts, but, you know, he looked a little shaky in the beginning, too. We're like, what the hell are we going to do yeah, now? Yeah. Uh, Syndergaard's obviously out for the season. And we have Jacob DeGrom just doing Jacob DeGrom just things Jacob every DeGrom. time he goes out. But uh, Peterson is pitching today, and hopefully uh, he's got some stuff in the tank yeah. to, uh, you know, split this series. I think he's been about all you can ask for oh, him. Of course. No one, I, I, when, if this wasn't a corona season, I don't know if, I don't think he would have been up in the majors no. as early as he is. And it was, I think he's doing great. I yeah, mean, yeah, you know, we'll yeah. see how he does today, but he's <laughs> compared to everyone else or aside from Jacob deGrom, it's what more can you ask for? So last night, as I said, you know, during your show, uh, I was out and I missed the beginning of the game, but yeah. I was getting the alerts on my phone, which I'm, you don't get the MLB app, app no, alerts. I, don't. I just, I'd rather not. Cause know. afterwards you like, you didn't know that the game was over. Somehow? No. So I know. And I have it on my, like I have a fire stick. I don't have cable. And the SNY feed that I get is so delayed, delayed yeah, by yeah, like yeah. minutes. Yeah. So I didn't I didn't know that the game was over yet. And no, I don't get it on my phone. I try to not have any notifications on my phone because I have an app for my business. My dog's so like when we finish a walk, we send like a visit report through the app and I get so many notifications from that a day and I need to see them. Yeah. So I try to limit anything else. I don't get the Definitely app rinse your knob shop before you drink out of it because I think that there was like a little dust in mine or something. But uh anyway, back to the rotation. <laughs> Uh, so they, they Selman starts the game yesterday, and yeah. they they have this idea. Um, or they, starter, they're gonna well, or an opener. They were gonna do this opener thing, but now they're they're scrapping that. They want to get him back in the rotation, yeah. which he hasn't been in since 2016. Him and Lugo got us to the finish line. That's and how that's we got to the a rough ask when this guy hasn't yeah. played. He hasn't played. Yeah. So right. anyway, he's getting rocked around in the first inning. You're like, yeah. all right, Mets are losing this one. Yeah. You know, it's already three nothing in the first. Yeah. And then the Mets fought back. They scored four in the first, and the Mets won. Pete so Alonso. Pete Alonso actually last week. He, I don't know he if he watched. Reset and chilled. He, he did reset and chill. I don't know if you watched last week's episode where I, I I was joking, but I said like Pete Swing looked like he was in fantasy camp. Uh, you know, he picked it up over the past week. Over the last eight games, he's batting three twenty one. He went three for four last night. He had a home run, a couple doubles. So he you're, walked. you're the key, is what you're saying. I'm not the key, but <laughs> if Pete Alonso is is hitting, yeah. and you know we're getting guys like Jimenez who are producing and He's coming up, awesome. JD Davis is yeah. playing a solid third base. Nimmo now is 30, 33 straight games yeah. being on base, uh, which is I don't know. Someone wrote it last night. I got to look it up. I think it's tied now for like fourth in franchise history. Oh, of wow. like, uh, he's not going to catch Olerud, who's like, well, maybe he will. Olerud's been like 47 yeah. uh, straight games. Let me look it up quick. Um, I, I don't think know if we have was, that many games left to play with. I think it was Barron. Uh, let me see. Uh, and David Wright is second on the list. Yeah. Your boy, DW. Always. 
Um, are you nervous for that when we talk to him? You've talked, you've met him I've before. I've actually like, like talked to him on the phone once. Look at that. Granted, now this was when I was 15 years old. My dad saw him at a restaurant in Port St. Lucie. I just destroyed my knee at basketball practice. Shout out to my athletic days. Um, and I had told my, I was so mad at my dad for not bringing me to Florida with him. They were originally supposed to go golfing. They ended up in Port St. Lucie because his friend's mom lived there and was sick. I don't know. And all I said to my dad was, if you see David Wright at a restaurant, his only thing is like he'll say hi, whatever. Just don't talk to him while he's eating, which is like a basic human etiquette thing. Right. But whatever. I was like, if you see him in a restaurant, like finish, wait till he's done eating. Lo and behold, my dad walks into a restaurant and sees David Wright sitting all alone. So he waited for him to get his dinner. He was there with uh, Jeff Wilpon, Jeff Rancor. I think Josh Tolley maybe like this was way back. So he waits till they're done eating. My dad calls me. He's like, wait one second. He goes up to the table. The balls on my dad to go up to this table. He's like, well, I knew Jeff Wilpon was there. He couldn't say no in front of his boss. I'm like, I, I don't get that logic, yeah, but okay. Yeah, yeah. So he goes up to the table. He's like, David, my daughter's a huge fan. You mind just saying hi? And he's like, oh, yeah, sure. Get on the phone. So David's like, hey, Julia. And all I could say, my 15-year-old self, I was just like, I love you. <laughs> I just like, all I said was I love you. He said thank you, which is humbling to hear from any man when you tell them that you love them thank to hear you. thank you but you know what, what else is he gonna say but i really like i was just sitting there like i hadn't i had nothing else to say and i was just like it's like all right, it's really loud in here i can't really hear you i guess he thought i was talking but i yeah. just didn't know what to say so i'm gonna get the phone back to your dad I was like thank you so much so i'm hoping it goes better than that i think it <laughs> i i think it probably I will have more to say so here's the streak here we'll baron put it up here's here are the longest on base streaks in mets history uh that was before they went in yesterday. So obviously, uh, after Nimmo got on base yesterday, he is now tied with Daryl Strawberry and Jose Reyes with 33. Wow. If he gets on base today, he will then be tied with Delgado and Alonso. I didn't know Pete was on base 34 straight games Why last year. And then uh, David Wright from uh, September 17th of 06 to April. I, I'm bad with like looking at the number for the yes. month. Um, April 29th of 07, he was on base 35 times. Yeah. So if he can get on today and tomorrow, streak. he'll they be kept tied with you, right? asking him about it. I really? Rem- yeah, I remember that now. They always, every single game, the reporters were badgering him about it, whatever, that I think to the point where, like, when it was over. Like, and I'm sure Nimmo will get to the same point. He's probably just right. relieved that people stop asking about it. And Olerud, uh holds the crown, top spot there, 47 straight games. And uh, yeah, from 98 to 99. That's that's tough. That's really tough. Yeah. Um, so even though... Um, this is kind of breaking the rules. We said we were going to reward someone who called with a good call to play What's in the Box. Lizzie has someone queued up already. <laughs> so we're going to get to this real quick. Uh, what's up, Jennifer? Where you, what's going on? Where are you calling from? I'm calling from uh, Whitestone, Queens. Oh, awesome. So you want some free stuff, huh? <laughs> yeah. All right. So we have three boxes here. One, two, or three. Whatever's in the box. Did, did you actually give your address to uh, Lizzie yet? Uh, no, I'm going to I'm gonna send it to her. Okay, cool. So whatever's in these boxes, one, two, or three, you'll get for free. We'll mail it out to you, all right? Okay. So pick one, two, or three. Uh, one. One. She must have watched last week. Box. That's my birthday. Today is? No, not today. That's my birthday, one. Oh, oh, the date. Oh, like the okay. first of the month. Okay. Gotcha. That makes sense. The first of the month. I, I thought it would be, be a lot cooler if it was today. But. <laughs> uh, all right, Jennifer, you are getting... A send the. Do you drink beer? Do I drink beer? No. Oh well, you should. Well, maybe you shouldn't. I don't know. <laughs> I, 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 that's a weird thing to say. You probably. I take that back. You shouldn't say that. Unless it's a course light. All right, so you can light. give this to someone else if you if you don't want to wear it. But you got to send the beer guy T-shirt and the send the beer guy koozie. Or you could just start dating a beer guy, and then it's like cute. You yeah. Know? Okay. Or girl. All right. So we'll we'll mail this out to you. Thanks. 
you. Have a good one. Yeah, I take I, that's a bad thing to say. <laughs> you should drink. Uh, if you want to drink, you should. If you're old enough, you should. Yeah. Uh, on on uh, bingo one night, because yeah. uh, you, you do the bingo still. Yes. Uh, I can't remember who it was, the, you know, um, Bataglia or uh, Sal. Mm-hmm. But there was a, a, a poll that went up. And yes. it was like, what are you drinking tonight? And it was like, beer, wine, wine something. Yeah. Or, and it said, like, water, because I'm lame. And I'm like, that probably shouldn't write that, because, yeah. like, people have problems. Yeah. Or maybe they oh, just don't yeah. drink. You shouldn't write that. So uh, I take that back. You shouldn't drink if you don't want to drink. Yeah. Um, well, anyway. she said beer, which, you know, well, I don't, I don't, I don't think that's what you meant. Like you I'm, weren't implying anything. Like you should drink. Like, but like if you drink, you should drink beer. And it should be course light. It should be exactly obviously. That's what we're getting to for obvious reasons. <laughs> so uh, Matt's, he's from Long Island, and he's yes. been stinking. Does do you think he gets uh, the benefit? Not the benefit. Do you think he gets? Is it all right? Does I, he get the benefit of the doubt for stinking because he's from Long Island I think and everyone for, has like a, a for two reasons? Because he's an attachment to him. Yeah, he's homegrown. He was drafted out of a Long Island high school. He's only ever been a Met. And, you know, it's because like Strowman's from Shoemaker Long Island. Shoemaker went too. to the same high school. Oh yeah, we're much older. You know, I'm right, old right, man, right. but yeah. uh, Matt's went to uh, Ward Melville instead yeah. of Shoemaker. Oh wow, no, but I think. I think it has to do with the fact that one, they've invested so much time in him. He was yeah. just in what two thousand. He pitched in the World Series. Like yeah. he's he's a proven guy. Yeah. It's just that you know it's it's. I feel like every time, not every time, yeah. but a lot of times he pitches, you just expect he's going to get rocked in it's the first or second or give up a home run in the first or second. It's like is. normal, you the know. The first or second inning, his first time through the order, he just always gives up a home run. I don't I don't know I don't know if that's like a mental thing. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to call him a head case or anything like that by any means, but he's definitely one of the more emotional players or pitchers. I think like he shows when he's angry. Um, not so much like Jacob deGrom, who just looks like he wants to kill everyone when he's angry, but like yeah. you'll see Matt's, li- Matt's like uh, screaming and cursing or whatever, which I don't dislike. That's fine. I don't mind people showing emotion, but I wonder if it's like so in his head now that it just it just happens. But he usually is able to kind of like get into a groove. His problem is he just jacks up his pitch count in the first two innings. He can never last that long in the game. And then right. going to the bullpen, the bullpen's wiped as is. And you have what happened the other night. So I don't know. I, I think him being from Long Island definitely helps. I, I'm i from Long Island. I want to see him succeed. I remember when he was drafted out of high school and I thought it was so cool. This guy who lives so close to me. Like, I want to see him succeed. But And, and that's not to jump on you there, yeah. but that's why... I was pulling so hard for Strowman. Yeah. Because like Strowman and Matt's, you know, you look it up, they pitched against each other. You know, they're the same age or similar, you know, one or two years apart. So they played together in high school uh, against each other. But um, local guys, I feel like I'm always trying to get behind the local guy, like Mike Baxter or whoever. Strowman was so easy to root for, as is Matt's. But Strowman, like, he's such a vocal guy. He's such a stand up. I I loved him and I I wish him nothing but the best. I hope we resign him. Uh, And I just want to say that I. You know, people are debating, you know, what he did to, like, manipulate his service time. That that was a smart career move, and he shouldn't be criticized for that. Like, I it's think insane. Owners do that to screw over players and benefit right. themselves all the time. Why shouldn't he do I that? I am in the same exact boat as that. It is very con- – it's not – it's not that much of a coincidence yeah. that right when he got enough service time, this is what's going on. But put it this way, um, you know, he did opt out. He's not getting paid. He's leaving money on the table. Right. We talked about this with Cespedes too. He could have just, you know. 
not not milked it, but, yeah, but when he was ready to get injury, back, like, you know what, yeah. I'm not ready yet. Or when he comes out, like, who knows how many games he, he would have actually played. He also could have just never came back from his injury. Exactly. And got his money for right, the season. Right. Like, it's, I, this, I think he did the most respectable thing. I mean, he clearly. At least he faced the music and he, yeah. like, not faced the music, but he did it as a man. He, Cespedes didn't. Uh, totally different scenarios or way that they went about it or approached this. But sure. he spoke to the press. He spoke to his teammates. He went to City Field. Yeah, like I don't he, know how anyone has a problem with what Stroman did. No, uh, yeah, exactly. It makes sense. And and, um, you know, the whole thing with that is like the whole COVID thing. Yeah. I, I'm having a hard time like buying that angle of it. Like he lives in Florida. Yeah. He's talking about, he doesn't want to go and travel with the team to Florida, which makes sense. It's di- right. like his private jet or whoever he wants to get to Florida is totally different than sure. traveling with the team. But if you remember a month or so ago, two months ago before summer camp started up, yeah. he was going to like little league games and jumping around with all these kids, yeah. everyone that's not social distancing. So like I'm not trying to call him out after the fact. Maybe his maybe his attitude changed. Right. But not saying he was being reckless, but he definitely wasn't social distancing I, when he was in Florida. I agree with that. I also think you Remember know, that he put out a tweet like, yeah. Who wants me to come help coach tonight? Yeah. And then like, he's jumping around with kids. Like that's not really social distancing. I, I agree with that. Although I love that he was doing that, but I also think me there too. are certain people, certain things where it takes it happening to you for you to start kind of like taking it seriously and it really starting to sink in and maybe seeing teams, maybe he has friends on these teams like have to be quarantined because of this virus and seeing it happen. Like this could happen to you. This could happen to your team. I believe you, I, I agree with you. Yeah. yeah. So I, I think it, it was just one of those things that, you know, it once it becomes real, because I, I, this is why this country is in this situation that it's in is because people don't think it's real until it happens to them. Right. You know, I don't blame him for anything. I'm just Me saying either. it's like, you know, it's a little, con- it's, it was definitely convenient that the whole I, service I, I understand type thing. I don't blame him for doing it. Cause yeah. now he's basically betting on himself that right. it's free aging is going to get more than the 3 million or whatever the, Matt's owed him for this year. Sure. Um, but how does this bode for him going forward with other teams looking at him? Do they? I don't know because I, he, I he talks a big talk, which and I and I yeah, love that. Love like mm-hmm. I thought that having him at part of our team, especially with the state of the world over the past few months, yeah. and the past year. I wrote something on Twitter. I don't know. I'm paraphrasing here, but mm-hmm. like off the field, he's like one of the perfect biggest signings we've had in a while because of just how vocal he is and, and who he is as a person. Right. And like, I like having that kind of guy on my team. Right. Um, and, but yeah, you're right. Like hopefully, uh, it, during this off season, who knows how much money they're going to have to spend. If the Mets actually sell this team and, uh, Stevie Cohen is, uh, holding the checkbook and, yeah. you know, they start, try, you know, trying to sign all these guys left and right. Yeah. And we get a solid five person rotation next year of all like proven guys. Um, who knows? He might That's be back. Thing. I I definitely think even if they don't sell the team, I think it is worth the investment. Well, no, soon, well, like a couple know. weeks. I know, but I'm saying I think it's worth to bring him back. Um, because I mean, you think about it, people are saying like they're calling they're people are getting on Brody calling this a bad trade because they gave up Anthony K. Whatever. Brody like, didn't know that there was going to be a yeah, worldwide pandemic. This Brody has made some questionable moves to put it nicely. This is not one of them. I think next to getting JD Davis, this was probably the best move of his. GM tenure so far. Um, there was no way of knowing that this is going to happen, that you were only going to get 11 starts out of Strowman. I think it's worth bringing him back because, I mean, you didn't sign Wheeler because you thought you were going to have Strowman. Don't you kind of just – you gave up K. Don't you want to see that through, like see what you can – I obviously it's going to come – at the price of getting more money, but like, unless you are going to go out and get somebody to replace him, which I don't quite trust that they will. If you're going to try and go into next season with the people we have now, you're going to piss off a lot of people when Stroman just made it a point to say how much he loved his time here. He's a hometown person. Like he would come back if you pay him the right price. And I don't, I don't think there's any reason not to, unless you were going to get somebody better. Kelly and him grew up like four blocks away from each other. No way. 
Yeah, out in the Patchogue Medford area. That's crazy. If you ever see like his back, he's got a tattoo. I think it says like um, Scotch Pine. Yeah. That's his I road. His his back tattoo overwhelms me. And yeah, it's I, huge. I have it a looks huge like back a, tattoo too, but like his, there's a lot. It's going a street on. sign. It's like yeah. Scotch Pine. That's she, cool. she grew up on a different pine. Uh, in that area, but yeah, I always like root for the local guy. But yeah, the yeah. whole Wheeler thing, um, you know, we're they playing did him this weekend. We're going to see him I on think, Sunday. Right? Yeah. So the uh, they gave him the qualifying offer. He did not. He you know he rejected it, yeah. and then he got a bunch of money from the Phillies and more power to him. Yeah, like, good I, for him. Wheeler was so great with us. Um, I loved Zach Wheeler as a human being. His play was what it was. But I mean, remember he was coming back from. Did he have Tommy John? Um, well, he's some, missed two seasons. Yeah, he pitched he a little Tommy bit in John. 17 at the end of the year. Yeah. Um, yeah. He got it. I, was it TJ? I don't know. I, Whatever. I remember he missed 2015 because because I remember they said his first spring training with them. It's like, oh, he'll be back in three days. And they're like, no, he's shut down right. for the next two years. Yeah, but, he's at his locker. Like, yeah. the, you know, the, the, what, what, what else is next type, yeah. type thing that but comes we, up. But Wheeler was great. I remember when uh, Reach's brother, Brian, was... I don't know if he was going off to boot camp or whatever, but like Brian loved Wheeler and Wheeler like made it a point to like reach out to him, wish him good luck. Like Wheeler's awesome. So yeah. I wish him nothing but the best, except, except for, for this when Sunday. They're playing, uh, <laughs> yeah. um, except for this weekend. But if you remember this whole the whole drama, uh, the last time you really heard uh, Wheeler's name out of like the Mets beat mouth at least yeah. b- before this weekend coming yeah. up was back in February when they were kind of you know shots fired back and forth. Um, Wheeler was asked during spring training about the uh, Mets non-pursuit of him and free agency, and he and he just said it's how they roll. And then Brody replied, uh, the organization supported Zach and helped him achieve success at the major league level. We helped him parlay two good half seasons over the last five years into $118 million, which is Jesus. true. So both true facts um, or but statements. Did and he lie? Did, did Zach Wheeler tell a lie? I don't really think so. I mean – and, and what I don't get, I, I definitely understand why Brody is offended by that comment. That's a direct shot at him. But why would fans be mad at Wheeler for saying what we say all the time? Right. Like, just, it's true. It, it like, it sucks because you know, he's not on like, our team anymore. But, like, another, when someone talks about your family, you get mad. Yes, but, like, if you say it yourself, else. it's fine. Another thing that I was talking to Katie about this the other day that I feel like Mets fans were so downright spoiled by David Wright and who he was as a person that he literally made the decision to take less money because he wanted to win as a Met. He didn't just want to win. He wanted to win as a Met. He had this, I want to be a Met for life. Like, that's not, that's the beautiful exception. That is not the norm. That's not what players. It's a a job. It's a job and players should and are entitled to make the smart career move for them to maximize this. 15 year window of getting an income like you have to understand they they didn't go to well most of them didn't go to college like this is the for the rest of their lives you should be trying to make as much money as possible can you're talking way too logically right now i I know (laughs) people people (laughs) hate this is not what mets fans want to hear i'm sorry but it's true like stroman doing what he did wheeler doing like yes it sucks we would love for these people to want to just drop everything to be mets but like would you do that? I wouldn't. <laughs> it's a little different too. Like David, you know, growing up. Yes, he grew uh, up a Mets fan. Yeah, it's different. Like it's a little. David, like you said, is the exception. Yeah. Um, and, and but the people got so used to that because, again, when you got to see the contrast between, and this is why people hated Reyes just when he left was because David chose to stay and Reyes left, and you saw those two again. They didn't offer Reyes any money. Just I mean, yes, they gave Wheeler his qualifying offer, but when free agency hit. Again, they didn't make offers. And it's David Wright is the only person who is going to seek out the Mets and be like, I want to be a Met. I want to win as a Met. Like, I don't even care if I'll make less money. Let's just do this. That's not normal. David Wright is not a normal, like, he's just 
you know, he's a once in a generation player for that reason. Because you don't see many people who just want to be with that one team. So even though our show is an hour now for time constraints, you know, we do got the Mets game starting in a little bit here. And, um, you know, for Instagram does the hour limit. I think that if... Uh, Honestly, I'm probably going to just like push the buttons the day that we're talking to David. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could probably do an hour on your own, <laughs> and he might just say like four words. Uh, but I think that uh, no, that's, I, I'm looking forward to I need to have a muzzle. I'm, or like you have to keep my microphone No, I love it. This is great. It's great for the show. No. I mean, honestly, like we wrote – we have a little rundown here. And last yeah. night we were emailing and stuff like what, what should we talk what about today? About? And uh, this show could easily be an hour and a half today. Yeah. But uh, as we do each week, we do give away some free stuff. And I forgot to do this in the jump. If you share the show right now, if you're watching on Facebook, you're putting the running for this week's contest. If you're watching on Twitter, hit that little uh, retweet button. And if you're watching on Instagram, we're not giving away Coors Light stuff this week because we ran out. Uh, we are going to just right. give away stuff from here. So in the comments on this video, once it's on Instagram, it's the replay, uh, just write, I want free Matt stuff. We'll find some stuff here to, to throw your way if you win. And uh, that's what we do every week. So last week's winners uh, on Twitter, at Kim, uh, K-I-M-M-A-Y-203. On Facebook, Rick Debo, D-I-B-O. And on Instagram, uh, Paolo Rueca, P-A-O-L-O-R-U-E-C-A. -O -O uh, you are the winners for last week's show. So the way it works also, let's say you're listening to the podcast and, and you want to be take part in this, you can go to the replay of the Twitter uh, stream or Facebook or Instagram, whatever, and you can be a part of this contest as well. Uh, we run it all week. I picked these winners at random before the next week's show. So like I picked these three people about an hour ago. So definitely get on, get involved in that. If you're listening afterwards as a podcast, definitely subscribe, rate, do all that stuff. And, um, Mets game is about to start in like 15 minutes. Let's go. Um, I don't know how you're wearing a tank top. It's a little, did you turn the AC yeah, up? It's kind of cold in here. Let me get that sweater. It's a little, a little cold in here. That was smooth. That. that was smooth. It's cold. I mean, this, this core is light and it's getting chilly in here. Yeah. My mountains are still blue over there. But yeah, just getting a little chilly in here. This is so casual. Uh, Nothing is happening. Yeah. Anyway, so um, another good show. We are going to do a little earlier next week because Julia's got to walk some dogs. Yeah, it's a busy week. Vaca people are going on vacation, end of the summer, and people can finally do that. So, uh, Did we earlier. get to everything here? Am I missing anything? Um, no, right? We're, we're good to go? No, I think we somehow covered oh, any everything. Better. Awesome. Much better. Um, all right, cool. So if you bought one of the Home Run Apple inflatables, uh, those started shipping yesterday. They actually came like two weeks early. Uh, so sit tight. A lot of people did not read like the fine print on that where it Ooh. said, hey, uh, these are going to ship at the end of August. So yeah. if you were waiting, they're shipping now. There's like 20 left if you want to be uh, take part in that. And pick if, one you up. Need, if you need some money to buy them, come play Big Apple Trivia next Wednesday. We'll Absolutely. Good segue there. <laughs> uh, yeah. Check out the uh, actually I bought the home run apple .com. So everything that we have that's home run apple related is on the home run apple .com, which brings you to the seven lines website. So check that out. More home run apple. I will. I will beat the home run apple <laughs> to death because Go everything it. we put it on, people love. It's money. Why not? We should make a sweater out of that or something. That would be a great idea. I wonder what it would look like. A home run apple sweater would be sick. Like for the holidays, maybe. I gotta design that. That'd be cool. All right, I gotta do. I gotta do that. Um, let's go all right, guys. We'll so uh, let's go Mets. Hopefully they win today. And um, you know, the only three and a half games out of this wacky season. Let's go. And World Series or bust, baby. Is it twenty games yet? I don't know. What's uh, how many? What are they? They're eight and eleven. We're that, today, today's 19. game nineteen. And then um, you know, we're basically a third of the way through the season. Love it. 
So we'll see you guys next week. What time is the show next week? 11? 11. 11 a.m. show next 11. week. Little uh, pre-noon beers from Coors Light. Uh, stay tuned for the, uh, the hot dog eating contest. Shout out to Joe for giving us a call from Feltman's of Coney Island. Again, dugout mugs, you're great. Um, Coors Light, let's drink responsibly. Love it. Reset, chill, and uh, we'll see you next week.